episode of Music Raygun. I'm Paul Champanelli. I'm Kirk Pinchon. Oh, Kirk, how you doing? I'm good, man. I'm doing pretty well, too, because uh, we got some listener mail. Yes! It's time for listener mailbag. All right. Sometimes we get mail from listeners, and, and that, we read it on the mini-episodes. And we like it. Yeah. And uh, you can send your comments and questions to musicraygun at gmail.com. We got mail from Uncle Mark. All right! Yeah, Uncle Mark checked in. Good. Uh, well, he should. He said, I always enjoy a grab bag episode. Right. He likes the grab bags. Good. He says, I think because I'm always exposed to something new to me. This episode reminded me of something I haven't thought of for decades. Spirogyra. <laughs> yes, we did it. He says, I think I only owned one vinyl album. However, I did see them at least half a dozen times live. Oh my god. I had some friends who were big fans. I always enjoyed SG's concerts. <laughs> Because they made my friends very happy. <laughs> I'm too much of a shadowy type to get caught up in in such fun music. <laughs> like, is Uncle Mark you? I mean, yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah. More like I I copied him. Yeah. I think in a lot of ways. Uh, tell Kirk that he was spot on with his assessment of Top of the Pops host Jimmy Seville. Which, when you the the creepy looking guy yeah. who hosted it, and you mentioned why that guy's creepy, I, I almost stopped and talked about Jimmy Seville. He was a monster. Oh, God, he was, was a, he? He was a beloved figure in UK media for yeah. decades. And then right after he died, around seven or eight years ago or something like that, a lot of stuff came out uh, about him. Wow. I, don't, I, I won't get into it. If anyone's morbidly yeah. curious, yeah. check out Jimmy Seville's uh, Wikipedia page. Yeah. But we don't need to talk about no. that on our show. It's too gross. Uh, a truly evil person who was scapegoated upon his passing to draw attention from many evil people. I don't know what that refers to, but... Yes, he was a truly evil person. Cheers, Uncle Mark. <laughs> Yay, Uncle Mark. Yeah. Okay, that was a great sound. I love that he saw Spyrogyra. That's amazing. Yes. And <laughs> Half not, a dozen times, and, at least. And not even like, I'm going to see Spyrogyra. I'm a huge fan. Just, I'm going to go with my friends. It'll be yeah. fun. That's how he's different from me. Yeah. If I had, I, I'm less social, I guess. <laughs> so even I, less social, where if I had a bunch of friends who were like, you want to go see Spyrogyra? I'd say, fuck no. <laughs> I'm going to stay home by myself because that sounds awful. And then not soon after, I'd say, how come I don't have any friends? How come, I how come no one ever calls me to do anything? This one fair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get to corrections and clarifications. All right. Uh, sometimes listeners uh, send us mail about how wrong and bad we are. <laughs> and we read that on many episodes, too. Okay. Uh, listeners can send their corrections, criticisms, and bitch-ass complaints to musicreagan <laughs> at gmail.com. And we'll read them. Uh, Mike Litherland, who ran the Janet Je- the Induct oh, Janet uh, okay. campaign, I-, I did let him know that yeah. we uh, posted the Janet Jackson yeah. episode. And he listened to it. And the yes. way that I know that he listened to it is... Because he's correcting us. Because he gave us one comment. Okay. Uh, really kind of correcting me because I talked about how When I Think of You wasn't as big a hit as the oh. as the other ones. Which I maintain, the point I was making that is that it hasn't endured as a hit and that yes. you don't really hear it that often. I would say that's fairly true, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but he pointed out that not only was it a big hit, it was her first number one. Oh, well. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that, I guess even nice. Nasty didn't hit number one. I'm shocked but, about that. But When that. I Think of You did. But that's what I mean, like... If we're defining hit technically as how yeah. it does on the charts, sure it was a yeah. hit. If we're defining hit as how it, you know, lasts in the public consciousness and, and over time, if it stays relevant, yeah, uh, I I still maintain that 
My favorite Janet song isn't as big a hit as others, but it was her first number one. Ah, that's a good to know. I did so not know that. So there you go. A little correction from a, a Jenna Jackson expert. We learn. Yes, so thank you, Mike. Uh, and that was, uh, that's it for corrections and clarifications. Right, we're, we're doing okay then. Yeah, well done. Uh, but now it's time for Don't At Me. Don't At Me. Don't At Me. Okay, Don't At Me is the part of the mini-episode when Kirk and I each say a hot take or an unpopular opinion about something in music, but we don't care about anyone else's opinion, so please don't at us. No. You want to go first or shall I? I went first last time, so if you want to go. Okay, uh, quick one. Uh, I watched the Grammy Awards this year, and wow, Alicia Keys as an award show host is even blander and less interesting than her music. Don't at me. Can I have a moment? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Good. All right. Mine's quick as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's this: the only good music moment in the star in a Star Is Born <laughs> is the party scene where Beastie Boys make some noise is on in the background. Don't at me. Oh, cool! I haven't seen that movie, but uh, yeah. it's a good movie. So it's, you did see it? I, I did see. You it. refused no, to see it. I refused to see it, and then got a screener. Yeah, and it's like. I'll watch it. <laughs> and uh, it's a great movie, except for the music. Make some noise. That's the one from Hot Sauce Committee. Yeah. Too, right? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's the in the party single. scene. Yeah. And I was like, ah, oh, hey. It's a great song. It's a great song. Great song. Yeah. Uh, okay. That was great. All now right. it's time for Trading Card Corner. This is the part of the mini episode we do sometimes when Kirk and I open sealed packs of old music-related trading cards. And I just found out this afternoon about it. Which is that, really exciting. That we're doing it this yeah. time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is great. Uh, well, because it, it makes the mini-episodes a little longer, so I wanted to make sure you were yeah, up for it. it makes it special. Uh, so today, mm-hmm. this is only the third time we do this. Yeah. The first time, I opened New Kids on the Block cards, and you opened UMTV Raps cards. Yes. The second time, I had you and Isabel for Christmas look at New Kids cards. Yes. This time, you and I are each going to open up a pack of the same series of cards. Okay. And then we'll trade if we need to. Yes. So today we're going to open a couple packs of Pro Set Superstars music cards from 1991. Wow. This is sort of the rock and roll sister set to those UMTV Raps cards. Okay. Oh, okay. But this series spans all genres. You could get cards from anyone from MC Hammer to Belinda Carlisle to fucking Scritti Politti. (laughs) This is going to be a real (laughs) crapshoot. I'm not exaggerating. Ozzy Osbourne maybe? If I get Scritti Politti, yeah, I'm burning this place down. <laughs> uh, Spyro Gyro might be in there. Uh, this is gonna be great. Yeah. So here's your pack. All right, we go one at a time. Uh, uh, yeah, let's go okay. one at a time. It says on the front, you could win a rock and roll trip to London. I think that yeah. offer's expired, that so don't get excited. At all. Don't get excited. All right. But I'll I'll, uh, I'll let you uh, name your card first. All right. I'm, I'm really do. hoping now that one of these packs has Scritti Politti in it. I'm really and I'll say ahead of time that if I get it, I'm keeping it. <laughs> <laughs> Rat bastard. All right. Here I go. Yeah. First one is... Oh, boy. Yeah. UB40. Ooh, I like that. I don't like UB40. I have real nostalgia for them. And my first one... Oh, yeah. You want to read, read it? Yeah. Read UB40. Um... The English reggae group UB40 made a triumphant tour of the Soviet Union in 1986 and even had their album Rat in the Kitchen released as a Soviet lab- on a Soviet label. 
Their name, taken from the designation of the Unemployment Benefit Card, reflects their concern with social issues. The recording of Neil Diamond's song Red Red Wine made number one on the charts 1988. Hell yeah, it did. Oh boy. Hell yeah, it did. From that, Labor of Love. That's Good uh, song, good album. Can you can you, you, name, you you you're on record as hating reggae. Mm-hmm. Even some pop reggae. Like yes. That. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Can I name what? Another uh UB forty song. That's a hit. Uh well I had Labor of Love 2 on cassette and that oh. had uh uh Come Take Me, which was an Al Green song that was a minor. So they hit. couldn't do their own stuff, they had to do covers. No, well they those Labor of Love albums specifically oh. were all covers albums. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Get it? The title Labor of Love. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good for you, you before you. Yeah. yeah. Boy did I call it and boy am I happy. I got Belinda Carlisle. Got, oh, she looked fantastic in that. Yeah. Yeah. Good this, is, this is real heaven is a place on earth era. <laughs> yeah. Post Gogo's Belinda. Yeah. Have I ever told you about the the one issue of Playboy that I ever got? No. Well. When I was in college back in 2001, it was like the summer that uh, the Go-Go's were reuniting and putting out God Bless the Go-Go's. Mm-hmm. And Belinda Carlisle posed in I Playboy. I do recall hearing that, yes. And uh, at the time, not to go off on a huge tangent, but I was working at the mailroom at my university and I was still there during the summer. And uh, because magazines aren't like first class mail the policy was any magazines that came in for kids during the summer break we could just toss Mm -hmm. which meant that we could keep them if we wanted absolutely so I got my hands on a copy that way that's fantastic which is both pretty straight but also like pretty gay that (laughs) the only issue of Playboy I was ever interested in was like the one with Belinda Carlisle on it (laughs) all the others are like yeah whatever Belinda Carlisle I was psyched I wonder where that is now probably in my parents house somewhere that could be a collector's item yeah wow Uh, but the Belinda Carlisle card says, After singing with the all-female Go-Go's, Belinda Carlisle spent a year honing her craft before recording the album Belinda, 1986, which yielded the top five single Mad About You. The following year, she reached number one with the single Heaven on Earth. Oh, I called it Heaven is a Place on Earth. Oh, yeah. that's yeah. Take my fan card away. <laughs> Take my issue of Playboy from summer 2001 away. Belinda's involved not only with entertaining her fans, but with supporting animal rights and environmental causes. Aw, good for yeah. Belinda. Yeah. I like her song, I Get Weak. I don't know if I know That's that. like a third single. That uh, I mean, I, I admit I, I'm a Go-Go's fan. You're Go-Go's first, first yeah. And she's hot. But I would imagine you... you Never got into her solo stuff. But you stand for Jane Whelan. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, both of them. Yeah. yeah. All right, here we go. I have... What do I have here? <laughs> oh God! Uh, no, I wish. Happy God, Mondays. I, this is this is a legends card. Ooh, Jefferson Airplane. Oh yeah, there's lots of classic rock in I here. I fucking hate them. Hate Jefferson Airplane. I'll trade you something for that. Yeah, uh, but I love uh, uh, Jane, which was oh the song Jane. That's yeah. yeah, that's Jefferson Starship though. That was better. Yeah, yeah, that's a good song. Before uh, they they transformed again into, into Starship, Starship, which is we built this city. Hot garbage. <laughs> uh, Jane is a great song. Founded by Marty Balin in 1965. R.I.P. He just passed away. Oh, no. Yeah. Jefferson Airplane launched Jefferson Starship in 1974, then broke apart into Starship and KBC in 1985, finally reuniting as Jefferson Airplane in 1989. During the 1960s, Jefferson Airplane took off uh-huh, <laughs> through generation through generating adventurous sounds and theatrical performances. Jefferson Airplane had two top ten hits, 
Somebody to Love, awful. Number five in 1967. And White, White Rabbit, Rabbit, even worse. Number eight, 1967. It's exactly on the cards as I wrote it. Yeah, oh, even worse. <laughs> yes. yeah. That wasn't my ad commentary. All right, my next card. Kumo D. Oh, if I didn't have Kumo D. That, what? Oh. Is, what? Is that the same card? Well, it's it's. I think the it's the same photo, photograph. Yeah. It's the same photo. Yeah, the same photo from the UMTV raps. There yeah. is some hip hop in this. That's yeah. interesting. That's the same photo. Uh, I think this might even be the same text. Oh no, this is different. Uh, Kumo D. This is a quote quotation. From, oh no, that's from then Kumo it's, D. Uh, My lyrics are always going to have some substance. So so that after the dancing stops, there will be something to think about. Says Mohandas Duiz. Better known as Cool Modi. All right. I want to raise people's consciousness. Yeah. He did. Yeah. Uh, a former member of the pioneering rap group, The Treacherous Three, Modi has easily made the transition from old school to New Jack styles. I think they're talking about New Jack just as new and not New well, Jack. Because did he do any New Jack swings? Yeah, stuff? he did. Oh, did he? Yeah. Because okay. Teddy Riley produced his album Knowledge is King. Oh, shit. So it had uh, They Want Money, which was a New Jack song. And, oh, uh, that sounds familiar. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I Go to Work, which is a New Jack song. Yeah. Yeah. Which is my favorite album. Ooh, this is a Kirk one. They just put this in for me. We've talked about them. Force MDs. Oh, nice. That's oh, yeah, yeah, pull. yeah. I told you this this oh, this card set gets this is so exciting. Random. This is way random. Yeah. The harmonizing foursome, brothers T C D and Stevie D, and neighbors Trisco and Mercury, began its career a decade ago singing a cappella on Greenwich Village street corners and on the Staten Island Ferry. The force stands for the struggle we faced growing up in New York City and trying to make it, explained T C D. The M D stands for musical diversity. Yeah. And GQ stands for good quality. <laughs> I was just that. <laughs> Albums Love Letters, 1984. Chillin', 1986. Touch and Go, 1986. Two albums in 86. And Step to Me, 1990. They have four albums. Nice. That's more than At I least four. Yeah, that's crazy. At, at the time that they printed these cards. Yeah. Uh, the next band I've got, I have never heard of. This is a, uh, clearly a hair metal band called Hurricane Alice. I've never heard of Hurricane Alice. Doesn't even ring a bell. Not even close. So let's learn about them together. I sh- they probably didn't even chart. I can't even... I mean, they look pretty kick-ass if you're into hair metal bands. I mean, it looks like any... Oh, they've well, got some fantastic hair. Yeah. The guy in the they're, far right, and, I mean... That's and they're like, posing on a, on a white sports car, mm-hmm. which is pretty... Uh, by, by the yeah, numbers. Yeah, for the course. We got, this starts with a quote, too. We're the ultimate party band. Oh, Jesus, guys. Says Hurricane Alice guitarist Dan Gill, who studied under Joe Satriani. Oh, okay, that's no yeah. shit. All right. So far, they sound like uh, the guy from Wet Cherry. And, uh, <laughs> you know who I'm talking about? <laughs> yes. The, the uh, um, What's the Penelope Spheres documentary? I'm uh, 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 the Climb of the Western Civilization. Right, the second one, yeah. the air metal one. Uh, okay. Uh, named after a destructive hurricane that struck southern Texas in 1983... The high-powered rock group was formed in Los Angeles, no shit, in 1988. Mm-hmm. Oh, just in time for the peak of hair metal. You yes. formed in 88? Nice guys. A little late. And released its debut album, Tear the House Down, two years later. Oh, yeah, kind of, guys. Yeah. Uh, members, Dan Gill on guitar, Bruce Nauman on vocals, Ian Mayo on bass, and Jackie Ramos on drums. 
their bad luck that they formed a little too late. Way too late. Debut album came out in '91. That's yeah. They need. They're about three or four years too late. Yeah, yeah. I want to learn more about these guys. That's though. exciting enough. See that's if they tried point. to like follow any other trends. Maybe there was a relevant. video. Yeah. Maybe Ooh. or maybe they went grunge. Right. Oh, and they right. changed it. That'd be great. Yeah. I, I think some of the, the hair metal bands tried to get. Oh know, yeah, you grunge that. It was yeah. great. Yeah. Kiss did that, and it was like, oh, oof, oof. Hurricane Alice. Hurricane Alice. It's not a bad name for an album. Or for a band. Yeah. It's not bad for her. Right, because this is hair metal, so they're androgynous. Yeah. And yeah, that's cool. I, I got Madonna, and I got a good Madonna because nice. she's got a monocle. Ooh, that's like Express Yourself. Yeah, this Madonna. is Express Yourself. She's yeah. got the short blonde hair. This is nice. Yeah. Born in New York City, Madonna Louise Veronica Giacconi is the third of eight children. Growing up in a big family, you get prepared for the world, she explains, because there's a whole little world going on in your family. You have to learn how to be resourceful and distinguish yourself. Indeed, she has. Was she born in New York City, or is that a mistake? We know that she was. Was she born in Detroit? Well, we know that she grew up outside of Detroit, but maybe technically she was born in New York, and then and went, then, to, and then her family moved, moved to, to outside of Detroit, and then maybe, or maybe that's a mistake. I question that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my next card is for another band I've never heard of. All right, Sacred Reich. Oh my which, god! Which, which must be like a metal metal band. I don't even like a hardcore. Band. I have no idea who those guys yeah. are. Well, let's let's find. Let's out. learn. Let's learn. Uh, yeah, this is card number two twenty seven in the set. So they're they're scraping the barrel <laughs> at like, the end. There. Can we get somebody like, hey, I got a friend. He's got this band. Yeah. Thrash metal outfit, Sacred Reich. So there you go. Okay. Uh, hair metal and thrash metal, never my thing. No. no, I don't. I don't go that deeply into metal. Yeah. Uh, Sacred Reich reflects its radical outlook on the grim state of world affairs in such songs as War Pigs, which is probably a... That's a, that's a Sabbath song. Unless they have another song also called War Pigs. The American Way and Crimes Against Humanities, which is about, like, hating English classes. <laughs> it's dumb. Just beating up history majors. Yeah. yeah. Crimes Grammar's Against dumb. Humanities. Albums include Ignorance in 1987 and The American Way in 1990. Members are Phil Rind on bass and vocals, Willie Arnett on lead. Can, wait a minute, let me look at this picture. Wait, if it really is <laughs> Willie Arnett, that would be the best. I'm sorry, Wiley Arnett. Oh, Wiley Arnett. W i l e y Wiley Arnett, J on lead guitar, Jason Rainey on guitar, and Greg Hull on drums. Oh boy, this this card set really covers yeah, everything and everyone. That's really. I got. Uh, Hurricane Alice and Sacred Reich in my back. You know what I got right now? Who? I got a Belinda Carlisle. The same one or a no, different No, a little one? different. A little different look. Oh, nice. Yeah. Multiple Belinda cards. Yes. Oh, this is a good one. All right. Belinda Carlisle. Belinda Carlisle's second solo album, Heaven on Earth, 1987, yielded three hit singles and sold three million copies worldwide, establishing her internationally as a front-rank solo performer. Sure. The singer's latest album, Runaway Horses, 1989, <laughs> featured a guest appearance by George Harrison. She huh. was reunited with the Go-Go's for a tour in 1990. Nice. Yeah. That's a lovely card. I feel like that's the lucky charm that we both got. Yeah, that's that. a good yeah. thing. No need to trade. You're going to like this next band. All right. I have heard of them. Okay. This is a little outfit called Dread Zeppelin. Oh, God damn. <laughs> oh, Lord. The I'm reggae. shocked that they... I didn't think that they were that big that they'd earn a card. I told you, man. This this, this card set goes crazy. Yeah, this is insane. Dread Zeppelin. Uh, Led Zeppelin clone bands are nothing new, but Zepp Mania has taken a decidedly humorous new turn 
with Dread Zeppelin, Rolling Stone magazine has commented. The band consists of five reggae musicians and an Elvis impersonator named Tortelvis and performs mostly covers of Led Zeppelin favorites. Yes. That's exactly who they are. It's exactly that. I think they still are yeah, around. Good, huh? I think they still perform. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. yeah. Dread Zeppelin. I have... Who the fuck is this? Oh, God, here's one. Yeah. Oh, this is great. Alias. Alias? Alias. That mystery to me. I have no idea who Hair metal? Is. Hair metal. Yeah. Oh, I like how they start this. It all began in 1988. <laughs> Way back. Yep. <laughs> When these enterprising and engaging musicians joined forces to record their self-titled debut album. I feel like Alias wrote this card. <laughs> a unique, aggressive, surging brand of rock and roll has kept the group in the public eye. No, it hasn't. Their songs are often <laughs> biographical and tell the story of the ups and downs of their private lives. The band has changed and grown, adding new members who are all accomplished and established musicians. This is the most generic copy I have ever read. Yeah. I mean, it's just a generic band. These, These guys are... play their instruments. <laughs> and really, rock and roll. They sure can boogie. <laughs> <laughs> also, I think we've really learned a lesson here, which is like, if you were forming a hair metal band in 1988, you missed the boat. Jim. Yeah. You had to form yeah. at least by like, you'd be thinking about it in like 82 or 83. That's the worst is like the second or third wave yeah. of bands who form to jump on a trend, yeah. you know? It's yeah. the worst. Yeah. There was always, it's always bad. I got a special guy in, in uh-huh. my next card. Vanilla Ice. We meant to make a trade. Vanilla Ice. Oh boy. Uh, yeah. With the release of his first album, one of one of so many we now know <laughs> to the extreme vanilla. I mean, he was still white hot when these cards came out. Yeah, nineteen ninety one. He was a big deal. Yeah, I mean, I remember collecting these cards at the time and, and being so psyched to get Vanilla Ice or MC Hammer. Cards. Yeah, with the release of his first album, Vanilla Ice is quote white hot. No, <laughs> when he's not touring the country with his crew, the Vanilla Ice Posse. That's news to me. Oh yeah, VIP. Okay. Yeah. Oh, all right. He likes to ride jet skis. Of course he does. Because uh, Florida. Dry, right. Yeah. This is just his, <laughs> yeah. like, uh, guess what, guys? This guy's actually white trash. Uh, dry, uh, but then again, riding jet skis rules. Like, it's a white I've trash hobby. It's fun. It's super fun. Yeah, it's super yeah. fun. Uh, he also likes to drive his limited edition Emerson Fittipaldi 5.0 convertible <laughs> and catch Miami Vice reruns. Well, that's cool. I'm not going to fault him for that. His favorite rap acts include... Mantronics. Oh, yeah, Mantronics. You got me on that one. Big Daddy Kane. Of course. LL Cool J. And Two Live Crew. Oh, yeah. Because he's keeping it current with Luther and the boys. Uh, Yeah, nice. I have to make a trade for that one. I'll trade you for that. All right. I don't need to keep uh, Mr. Van Winkle. I next have... (gasps) I have Janet Jackson. Oh, oh, not just any Janet either. That's a shot from the... uh, uh, the Love Never from Do. the Love Will Never Do. No, oh my oh, god! Oh, that's the best card in the set. Oh, this I, is a treasure. Like, yeah. oh, I gotta take a second. <sighs> Janet Jackson, the yeah. youngest of nine children, Janet Jackson first performed on stage with her brothers Michael, Marlon, Jermaine, Tito, and Jackie, the Jackson Five. She put a successful acting career on hold after being known for her work in the TV sitcom Good Times, A New Kind of Family. I didn't know that was a thing. Different Strokes and Fame in order to concentrate on music. Ah, oh, that's great. I'm going to have to trade you for that one. 
I don't know, man. I don't know if I can do that <laughs> one. I, don't, I can't imagine what I think you would give that yeah, up for. I'm not going to take uh, the yeah. Hurricane. What's that group? Oh, Hurricane Alice. <laughs> Alice. Yeah. Uh, except my last card is... Are you on your last card? Yeah. How are you on your last card? I don't know. Maybe I got cheated out of one. I have like seven more cards. One, two, three, four, five. See, I didn't get a full pack somehow. That's all right. Oh. Uh, but I get the only card here I think that you'd trade Janet Jackson for. This is exciting. Go ahead. Do you know who this is? No. <laughs> Michael Bolton. Oh, and that's peak Michael Bolton. He still this got his is hair. hair Michael Bolton. Well, you know he was a hair metal guy first, right? Yeah, I do remember hearing that, but I never heard any of his music. Yeah, this is card number 34. Way, way up front in the set. Singer-songwriter Michael Bolton's... Singer-songwriter? I, I, think, he saw, I think he wrote... I mean, I don't think just writing songs makes you a singer-songwriter. I feel like that's... You know what I mean? Oh, my God. That's a hot take. <laughs> it was a little shadier than I meant. Yeah. Singer-songwriter Michael Bolton's sole provider was the number two album on Billboard's 1990 year-end chart. Its title track and such other hit singles as Sitting on the Dock of the Bay and That's What Love is All About. He covered Sitting on the Dock yeah, of the Bay. it's terrible. It's real bad. Yikes, dude. Yeah. Uh, apparently those hits show off his four octave vocal range well that's technically true in 1988 he participated in a workshop for burgeoning songwriters in the Soviet Union albums include Michael Bolton in 1983 Everybody's Crazy in 1985 The Hunger in 1987 and Soul Provider in 1989 Everybody's Crazy I know is a, is a metal album those, the, his first like Michael Bolton yeah. album was Soul Provider but the the title track from Everybody's Crazy I Know because they use it in the movie Back to School, the Rodney Dangerfield movie. There's a scene where so you know when Oingo Boingo's yeah. playing uh, Rodney Dangerfield's party, yeah, and Billy Zabka and uh, his girlfriend go to the, his like his frat party, yes, and no one's there, yep, because they're all at uh, Rodney Dangerfield's party. I do. So the music that they're playing at the frat party is Everybody's Crazy. Oh, that's great! And he shows up. And like, there's nobody there. And it's and it's just this dead party, and you hear everybody's with crazy shitty music. Yeah, that's so appropriate. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure you don't have more. All that's right. all right. We'll go fast through mine. Okay, yeah. I got LL Cool J. Nice. At age 13, James Todd Smith, now known as LL Cool J, yeah. was recording demos in his basement thanks to the generosity and wisdom of his grandmother who brought him DJ equipment instead of the dirt bike he really wanted. <laughs> the teenager was soon, making home, was soon making homebrew records and sending them out to record companies. At 16, he landed a contract. Yeah. You about that? All right. We got King's X. I think I've heard of King's X. King's X. King's X. Nope. You got me, man. Combining tight vocal harmonies and hard jamming musicianship, King's X produces a mercurial blend of classic, contemporary, and futuristic rock elements. Group members Ty Tabor, guitar, Doug Pinnock, bass, and Jerry Gaskill, drums, <laughs> met in Springfield, Missouri in 1980 and relocated to Houston, Texas five years later. Out of albums, Out of the Silent Planet, 1983. Nice. Gretchen Goes to Nebraska, 1989, <laughs> and Faith, Hope, Love, 1990. That's Out of the Silent Planet is an album, and the other one is Gretchen, what was it? Gretchen goes to Nebraska. That so kind of rules. That's kind of. I'm, I'm impressed by them. I was gonna say I give the people who put this card set together credit for rolling the dice on like brand new acts. Yeah, as they, they might have no idea yeah. if they'd last or not. 
like those two metal bands yeah. who started in 88. But that band, their first album came out in 83. Yeah. They had a few under their belt. I'd never heard of King's X. I don't think, I, now that I think of it, I don't think I know that. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Uh, Who else you got? Oh. Real? Dave Edmonds. Oh, I don't know who Dave Edmonds is. He played in Rockpile yeah. with Nick Lowe, right? Yeah. I'm going to trade you for that card. I think I will trade for Hell that. yeah. Dave Edmonds has established a reputation as a vocalist, guitarist, songwriter, and producer. His productions often betray the influence of Phil Spector's Wall of Sound of the 1960s. Edmonds has been associated with such outstanding artists as Nick Lowe, yeah. Paul McCartney, Graham Parker, Stray Cats, Dion and the Everly Brothers, he has recorded more than a dozen albums, including I Hear You Rockin' 1987 and Closer to the Flame 1990. For all of you listening, Paul just nodded his head through that whole thing going, yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's going to be a trade. Yeah. I can't believe this. Oh, this is Nick Lowe's buddy. Oh, that was it. Uh, yeah, there's a couple cards that yeah. are like scratch-offs. Yeah, scratch wins. All right. All right. Hot uh, trade time. Do you want another Kumo D? Or I have another yeah, Kumo D. I don't need another Kumo D. Can I tempt you with Hurricane Alice? <laughs> Let me see. What, what do you got... I'm, I'm prepared. I got nothing that you want except for Vanilla Ice and maybe Michael Bolton. I'm prepared to give you Dave Edmonds and UB40 for Michael Bolton. Ooh. There was something else in yours that I uh, think I wanted. Was it Alias? Well, Janet Jackson, obviously. Camp, uh, Madonna, Force MDs, yeah. Jeffrey Jefferson. I'll throw in a Jefferson no. airplane. Really? For Just for Michael, Michael Bolton? Just I get all Michael three Bolton. of those for yeah. Michael Bolton? Yeah. He's yours, baby. Because that's a good picture. Yeah. I would have, I would have given him to you just for Dave Edmonds. No, that's good because you know what he's got a white shirt with a white jacket on, and I'm I'm down for that. No, that's a great picture of Mike. It's a great picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he doesn't get any better than that. Uh, so I've got uh, you, well, we've each got a Belinda. Yeah, you don't need Kumo D because you have the UMTV Raps Kumo D. Yeah, I know you want Vanilla Ice. I oof. uh, I probably can't tempt you with Hurricane Alice, no. Sacred Reich, or Dread Zeppelin. I will trade you. Janet Jackson. Wait, no. I'll trade you King's X for Hurricane Alice. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'll make that trade. Because I want to remember that yep. their album is Gretchen Goes yes. to Nebraska. I, th- I think it means uh, more to you. Hold on. Where's Hurricane Alice? Oh, right the nice. Oh, that's a, that's a good <laughs> solid trade. It's a good lateral trade. Yeah. Nice. I can't give up anything for Vanilla Ice that you want. I mean, I got a pretty good deal on the three for one there, so I'm going to give you. Oh, uh, what if I gave you? Oh, that's very nice. Yeah. What if I gave you? Can I tempt you with? Well, I have an LO Cool J because so take the LO Cool J because I have one. Okay. Yeah. yeah this is a cool picture. Of yeah. Todd too. I have I have one, so that yeah, works yeah, yeah. out well. All right. This is the most uh, wonderful and easy going. What a trailer. random! What a random selection it's of artists. So random. This is a great card set. Anybody out there listening? Yes. You can probably score yourself a sealed box of these cards, like a box of packs, for like 20 bucks on eBay. Oh, Treat yourself. This is so... What a crazy selection. These are going up on the wall in my office. Yeah. These this are is good. great. This is a card set with Dave Edmonds, Belinda Carlisle, Kumo D, and fucking Hurricane yeah. Alice. Oh it. my god. Yeah. This is awesome. And they didn't like put out sequel series every year they just did this thing once and that's it it's just wow that's crazy yeah they should do it again there should be more rock and roll trading they really should yeah why not yeah uh okay but that was a great segment great trading card segment nice but we're not done yet because of course it's time for our music trivia quiz (sighs) yes 
this is the part of the mini episode when Kirk and I ask each other questions from the music-themed expansion pack for the board game Trivial Pursuit. It was published in 1985, so all the questions are about music from before 1985, which means a lot of the artists that we just talked about <laughs> won't be in no, it because no. they released their debut albums in 89 and 90. Yes. Yeah. They'll be it's, not a really, even, it's a really 1991 centric. Yeah, it's a real feel. It's a real snapshot yeah, of the time. It really is. Yeah. Um, I think uh, you go first because you won last time on the last round. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I did. So, okay. so you select which no, card you want. No, you're going to go first. Oh, oh, I'm going to go first. Yeah. So oh, you'll, yeah. you'll answer. Oh, first. you're right. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I see. Uh, uh, I'm going to go right up front. Wow. Let's take that right guy. up front one. Yeah. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> Damn it. Cover notes. Who's credited with the original film score on the Beatles' Yellow Submarine LP? Oh, George Martin. Yes. Mom, what outspoken drumming great was billed as Baby Traps in his parents' vaudeville act? Wow. Uh, uh, What was his... um, Who's the guy who was a huge asshole? (laughs) His name I can't remember. Buddy Rich. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's who it was. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, yeah. 50s. What 56 Leroy Van Dyke hit talks up a storm? What 56 Leroy Van Dyke hit talks up a storm? Huh. If, if, I, I don't think I know who Leroy Van Dyke is. I don't know is. who that is. I'm sure there's a pun with talks up a storm. Uh, I don't know. It's raining cats and dogs, baby. Auctioneer. Oh, it's so weird. Clueless. Yeah, no, no idea. clue. And that the way they—it's eh, the dumb phrasing of the question. Yeah. '60s. What late rock songstress observed? People like their blues singers dead. What late rock songstress observed? Janis Joplin. Yes, God, you're doing well. Three. <sighs> what poet singer's concert film is Bird on the Wire after Beatles? Uh, Leonard Cohen. God. Damn it, Paul. <laughs> it's an easy card. Man. Anything goes. Yeah. How many courses of strings do 12-string guitars have? How many courses of strings do 12-string guitars have? How many courses? Courses. C-O-U. I don't know what that means, but I think the answer is six. Yes. Yeah. Paul, you got... Oh, you almost cleared the board. Five out of six. Ah, you just didn't get the 50s one. Who Which I have no that? idea. There's I can't even no say way. I'm kicking myself over it. Uh, yeah. God, we're back into the shit stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's just go back. Oh, that was an easy card, man. Oh, my God. That was an easy card. Just, gonna... do, just do what I did. Pick an easy one. <laughs> no, don't pick from the back because then you're going to get one we uh, already had. So you got to at least I'm, I'm going to go this first one. Then. The very first one? Yeah, the one I planted because yeah. it's super hard? You knew that's how you did that. Uh, okay, cover notes. Uh, which late you get a two, you get a half and half. Here. All right. What uh, which label did Bo Diddley record for first? Chess or Checker? Chess, Checker. God damn it! Okay, you need all the rest of them just to tie. <laughs> God, I blew my one shot on a fifty-fifty. Oh too. God! Uh, your mother should know. What New York City neighborhood boasted Connie's in the Nest Club? And Ed Small's Paradise in the 1920s. And no, you don't get a multiple choice yeah. on this. Uh, but but think about it for a second. What New York City neighborhood, blah, 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 in the 20s? Uh, 
Connie's Inn, The Nest Club, and Ed Small's Paradise. Brooklyn. Incorrect. <laughs> you lose. Harlem. Oh, those didn't sound like Harlem uh, clubs to me. Yeah. How uh, do I know? Okay. Expo Mission? It's you want Expo the rest Mission. Of them? All right. 1950s. What Everly Brothers Biggie opens? There goes my baby with someone new. She sure looks happy. I sure am blue. My by love. Correct. I love the Everly Brothers. Uh, 60s. What soul group was sparked by lead singer Levi uh, Levi Stubbs? I almost said Tubbs. Oh. Voice of Audrey 2. What was that? He's the voice of Audrey 2 in the movie uh, Little Shop. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, Say it again. What soul group was sparked by lead singer Levi Stubbs. It's, um... um uh, it, uh, uh, the Temptations. Oh, you know better than that. Uh, the, uh, the OJs. The Four Tops. There you go. There it was. Third time's the charm. Uh, okay, for two points. After the Beatles... What Perry Como item orders, quote, tell the sun to leave the sky and, quote, ask a baby not to cry? I don't know. It's impossible. I have no idea. Uh, Anything goes. How many million sellers has Bo Diddley recorded? How many million sellers? I didn't give the multiple choice? No. So let that guide you. One million. If he had one million million selling singles, yeah. that's how upset I am. <laughs> you gave up halfway I, through this car. I gave up after I couldn't get checkers. <laughs> Zero is the answer. Uh, Zero. I'm gonna sit here and look at Vanilla Ice for a bit and feel better. One out of six. Six. Oh god. But I got these cards, and that's good. Hey, but you know, if we team up and pool our points, then we got an entire card. We're worth. doing really good. By five, and you're one. So. We swept. Yeah, that's right. Well, team One work. card, but two It's cards. all teamwork for this that's podcast right. anyway. Yeah. So yeah. You were on a good roll. Is that four in a row? Dude, you had a difficult card and I had an easy card. Last week I earned it. Yeah, that was a tight one. This week I got a bunch of gimmies. This one was garbage. So, uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, but that's it for the mini episode. Bye. Bye.